Hello, girlfriends. Happy Friday. Welcome to episode 10 of the Shameless Ambition Podcast. I'm Justine Eno. And I'm Lindsay Dalen. And today we are talking about all things Christmas and being a mom during Christmas and slowing down <laughs> and self-care and all the things that are really important all year round, but especially during this time of year. December is such a crazy month. Yeah. Like it is wild when you have little kids and family and you want to incorporate all the holiday magic, but yeah. it's just like, it feels like a full-time job. It is. It's a lot. I watch like, I'm on TikTok a lot sometimes, but <laughs> it's funny to watch like the videos that come up of like husbands at Christmas and they're like all surprised and excited and all the work that like the other partner or usually the mom has to put into it and it's like it's a lot even I, I did the girls their own advent calendars this year I know you did that was so <laughs> next level I know, and I now know. Maisie's like hey mom can you make me the same advent calendar that Arya has like, what can of worms did I open with that <laughs> but I was doing them one night I was staying up late and doing them and I was like hey Ty come to the kitchen see what I was so excited he's like no I want to be surprised too Oh, <laughs> what? Like, how is this? Like, how is this fair? Like, now he wants surprises. Wow. Yeah, so he likes to be surprised with what the kids get as well. Like, oh, okay, he, yeah, loves it. Yeah, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, it's a great time of year for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do feel but. like it's just pretty nonstop with the yeah. um, planning and the organizing and the scheduling and the shopping and the wrapping and well, the and magic the and the events. Because then you have like family dinners, school events and Christmas parties and all the things. It's just so full. It is. It's so full. And, and I then feel heavy like... food. Exactly. <laughs> and like yeah. lots of drinking if you're not pregnant. So it's just a lot, right? Like, I said to Shannon last night, she was doing my hair and we were talking about the holidays and I was like, you know what, Justine's pregnant so like I probably get to gain some baby weight with her right and <laughs> Shannon's like no Lindsay you don't everybody no. just gain the sympathy weight with exactly them. yeah eat the cheeseburgers yeah. yeah but no um it's it's heavy and I it's we were it just popped in my head but we were looking at a couple months ahead Lindsay's developed some wicked calendars for 2024 for all of our things and there was a day that came up and it was blue Tuesday. Was it blue, blue Monday. Monday? And I was like, oh, is that for like autism? You know, I was trying to think what it is. And Lynn's is like, no, it's like the saddest day of the year. And it makes sense that it follows Christmas, right? It's such a heavy month. It's a busy month. And then all of a sudden it's like slow down, crash. I find that I always crash in January. And it's not like a really kind of energetic month for me because I give so much to December and to yeah. my family and to, you know, like my house is decorated. I'm cooking nonstop already and it like I love it, but it's just come January, I'm ready to just like ooh saw. Yeah. Like retreat from society, <laughs> hibernate, exactly. See you in February when it's only twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show up for that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah, it's a lot and it can be um stressful and then obviously like you add the elements of like Christmas and buying presents. If that's something your family does, that can be stressful on your family. Um, and all the things, right, that come along with it. So, or like even visiting your in-laws if you don't like them, like, if, <laughs> or your own family if you don't like them. Like, it's just, there's a lot of heaviness that comes yeah. with the holidays and it's, yeah, it can be all or none, but it's a lot usually, so. Well, and I think that as women, we need to recognize that it is a lot and, you know, when you can take your day, girlfriend, take your day. Yeah. If there's a day where, you know, you don't have nine million things on your to-do list, the kids are at school, whatever, 
and you can just do laundry and watch VPR all day <laughs> and have snacks, do it because it's yeah. just, you have to prioritize that time for I, yourself. I wanted to talk about the conversation we have in our brains when we try to do that. Cause that's something that like really uh, it bothers me. Right. So you sit on the couch with your coffee or your water, your drink or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to watch junk TV. Like I can yeah. do it. Like I, I'm going to relax. I know I need this. My mind, my body, whatever needs this. And you sit and then instantly your head's like, you're looking around your house and you're like laundry, dishes, lunches, supper, totally vacuum, like, you know, or whatever yeah. it is like that's going through your head and you have, I mean, at least for me, I have a hard time sitting still and not feeling guilty about it. Um, for me in my head, for some reason, I'm like, I can't sit still until all my to-do list is done and then I can sit down guilt-free, but that to-do right. list never ends. Yeah, no, exactly. So. And sometimes it's just a couple hours of just like getting your head right. Like Monday morning this week, I woke up just in a weird space. I was sad and emotional and just feeling totally out of it and so I spent Monday morning just wrapping presents in my living room because I came over and I was like what's happening <laughs> yeah. Monday morning and I just needed to just take some time to decompress my thoughts and just organize my brain for the day and then in the afternoon I got out of the house and got busy but it just I took that time guilt-free because it was like I was still doing something that felt productive to me, but also was just a totally mindless task. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they're super important and it's important that we allow ourselves to do that mm -hmm. really honestly and allow like your family to let them know that you need some time too. Mm -hmm. Like peace and out for a minute. <laughs> well, and isn't it crazy? I don't know about you, but I feel like the expectations for Christmas and the magic that we create for our children is just Gosh. the bar is just getting higher and higher and higher <laughs> and like yeah. elf on a shelf. Like, let's just bust open that conversation. All I right. am not ashamed to admit. We, we are different. I, I know. I'm not ashamed not to admit but... that I've just been fighting the elf on a shelf. Like, I just... I don't want to take that on. I don't want to add that to my already <laughs> massive list for December and then potentially set myself up for failure when I forget to oh, yeah. make the magic happen. There's been and... many mornings where mom woke me, woke up and like chucked it across the house and then like wherever it landed, oh, because <laughs> I forgot, right? And it's, yeah. you're like waking up frantic. It's almost like the tooth fairy, like when you forget, right? And you're just like, it's just, it's, totally. it's one of those things and you have to remember, and it is, it's just one more thing to add to your plate. However, mom hack, I do elf on a shelf with my daughters and I found this kit on Amazon this year and it was like $45 and uh, it comes with like 24 days of what to do with your yeah. elf and it has all the supplies and instructions on what to do. So I definitely cheated this year and did that. So hopefully I'll TBD, I'll let you know <laughs> if it was worth the $45 or not. But um, yeah, it's just, they, there's always one more thing. Well, and I just feel and I it. Just did the advent calendar, so there I you go. feel it from the girls. Like they just keep, you know, worrying about: Are we going to have an amazing Christmas? We don't have any snow yet, and yeah. my oldest daughter is just freaking out about this. And it just, I she feel does. like that's all she really wants for Christmas is snow. Yeah, yeah, oh, and I know. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I always go into December trying to be kinder to myself and really slow down and take the month to plan and organize and do the things from home that you know set me up for success in 2024 yeah. and yeah it's just a totally different month of the year I um I think something that's really important is to like 
as yourself, you look back to your childhood as a kid and think about Christmas and think about what stands out to you, right? So Mm -hmm. those like things and then try to really emphasize those things with your children. And it's going to be different for all of us. But um, for me, it's like, honestly, it's not the presents. Obviously, I can like look back and think of like the big monumental presents I got that I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, But other than that, it's like the time I spent. Right. Like the memories I made with my sisters and my dad and my mom and just like all of these things that we got to like do together or like my first hungover Christmas. So I was like, (laughs) I shouldn't have been drinking, but I was. And it was like, you know, just like these fun memories that we get to hold on to. So I think that when we really like look back, we need to take away and I get caught up in the presents and stuff too, because there's magic in it and to totally. see their faces light up. Absolutely. But we have to just like really remember where the memories stick. Yes. And what memories are going to stick. And it's not going to be like the Furby or you know, <laughs> like whatever the toy of the year is yeah. or whatever. It's, it's not going to be one of those things. It's going to be a special thing that happened on Christmas, like a snowball fight or That's the right. power went out and you opened presents in the candlelight or whatever it is. You know, it's just you have to like lean into those little things. But Totally. Yeah. And that's slowing down and being present. Absolutely. Which is really hard. It is hard. But when you learn how to just do it and be present in the moment, it's so worth it. There's so many things that just don't matter. And, yeah. you know, your kitchen doesn't have to be clean on Christmas Day all day. Like, it's supposed to be a mess. Yeah. Um, the kids don't have to be entertained all day. If they're bored, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, the day is about being together and spending that time with your loved ones I honestly that's my favorite part now as an adult of Christmas is obviously watching the joy in your children but um the like permission I give myself to stay in my pajamas all day totally and I think it was last year or maybe the year before because I was pregnant with Aspen I don't remember but I was like f turkey even though I do love turkey but we like (laughs) ordered pizza yeah (laughs) like it was like not a typical you know like Christmas dinner Mm. but it was just us hanging out together and that's all that really mattered we watched Christmas movies and hung out like exactly it was the best day ever oh that's like a few years ago when we were all in lockdown and you know not supposed to see anybody we had our very first uh Christmas just the four of us at home here on the acreage and it was awesome Mike made spaghetti for dinner (laughs) we just like had a fire outside went sledding and it was just the chillest day and it felt like the the expectations of Christmas were just like not even remotely there. Yeah. I didn't have to host or do anything. And yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love hosting, but it really is so much work and I love hosting, but I mean, I mean, and I will always, so my family listening, I'll always host on Christmas. If, if you guys are asking, I'll always do it because that definitely takes the cake. But I mean, like Christmas is such a slow down day that I'm like host on Christmas Eve or Boxing Day or a couple days before because to like really hone in on Christmas and just like sit in the magic of it um, is so special and my stepmom Nikki and I talk about this all the time because she usually hosts um, my dad's side of the family and if you've ever hosted before you know this you like spend all day cooking like prepping cooking cleaning you're like in it everyone comes you're cooking you're cooking sit everyone eats and you're like, okay, okay, I get to visit with everybody. And then everyone leaves. And you're like, <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> no one wanted to play categories or yeah. like whatever, you know, or the fun things. So that's really tough too, right? So it's, um, 
it's nice to be able to like really just spend the day totally. with those people and not have to worry about all of those things. So that's our plan for this year. We're going to my sister's house. Yeah. She has two little kids that are just going to be so cute on Christmas. And like the perfect house for Christmas. Perfect house for yeah. Christmas. She decorates it to the nines. Like you literally can't top Candace at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just going to play games all day and eat and sit by the fire and yeah. soak up the time together so I'm really excited about it are your parents coming down for my parents are yeah, coming down for Christmas perfect. and I mean they obviously that's a dumb question they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't miss well they Christmas weren't here last year okay yeah last year we spent the day with Mike's parents they came and spent a couple night nights here with us which was awesome and we just kind of hung out and I mean, Christmas normally is a pretty chill day for us, but when I was growing up, I, I was constantly being packed up on Christmas. We went everywhere. Yeah. I come from such massive families mm -hmm. that like we were always somewhere else on Christmas. And Getting I think toasty. about how much work that would have been for my parents to be packing up all our gifts, three little kids, oh, gosh, you know, yeah. going somewhere else. And, um, but it was always so magical. Like my well, Christmas and you memories had, like, all your are, cousins and oh, stuff, right? exactly. Yeah. I wish I could just teleport myself back <laughs> to that sometimes, but obviously, you know, families grow and change and evolve and. Well, we all start our own new traditions, right? That's and right. that's what makes it hard. I'd like, I, like I talk to my dad every, well, every second day, but, um, <laughs> we talk about it and it's hard, right? Like to watch as his kids families create new traditions and stuff it's harder to get together when you have so many people so absolutely well and you know once we have kids in the mix it's like we want to stay home yeah we want to <laughs> no exactly and so it's just I feel like everybody needs to just make whatever decisions they need to to support their families on that yeah. day and to just enjoy the day together and the power of no like the honestly, power of no it's okay yeah I like I love my parents and they're all so great. My in-laws are so great. But I'm like, you guys are retired now. So you can, like, I'll, co I'll cook for you, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you guys put your feet up and you get to, like, sit in, around the living room and hang out with the grandkids and enjoy that, right? Yeah. You know, like, that's the magic for them. So, um, But you come to me. Yeah, but I am yeah. six hours away. So that's a little bit different for them. Like, it is more of a trek. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like that is. So just know what you want. And, like, your immediate family is definitely the priority always, right? Mm -hmm. So, and yourself. Absolutely. Take care of yourself. Like Lynn says all the time, she has to be in her best self to make sure her family's in its best. Like, working order, right? So... Well, and that's just it. I know as long as I'm feeling okay, my family feels good, and I'm on top of everything, and I just wholeheartedly recognize that December is such a wild, chaotic month for yeah. us. And, like, for my husband, this is oh gosh, haying yeah. season for us at the store, right? <laughs> so season, yeah. Exactly, and December is just such a huge, huge, huge month for our business that I really try to just support him and the fact that he's just hustling and working hard yeah. for us and I just want to ensure that our family stays healthy and whole. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's a lot, right? It's a, it's a heavy month. So, and it can be a depressing month for yeah, lots of people, it right? It's a just, month. it's a lot. So it's, um, we all have to be aware and like we've talked about kindness with ourselves and our families, obviously, but I'm going to talk about, um, just briefly of like kindness to the workers out there like Ooh, you notice call. it right like I mean I'm I, we've talked about this I'm like I try to live like a camera was following me <laughs> so like always like on my best behavior essentially um obviously I I still have faults and stuff but when you're in public you and you pay attention some people are stressed out I get it and they're like 
take your anger out on that cashier. Don't do it. Like, honestly, don't. Because it's, one, if the toy's out of stock, do you think it's their problem? Like, or they could solve it (laughs) for you. And I'm sure if they could, they would. Like, honestly. So just, like, remember who you're taking your anger out on because it's probably not the right person. It's probably not even in their control to, like, fix whatever you're pissy about. And, like, they're going through it, too. So just, like, extend kindness and it will come back. Absolutely. honestly, you'll find the toy magically or whatever, you know? But... (laughs) Don't be rude. Don't be rude. And they have to work during, like, all these crazy times. They have mm-hmm. to deal with all the grumpy people. Oh. So just, like, be nice. Yeah. That's it. I totally agree, babe. Like, retail workers oh. over the holidays, you know, um, hospitality workers, they just, they really do put in the extra shifts yeah. during this time to ensure that, you know, people can go out and get what they need and experience holiday magic. And it's just, like... Yeah, kindness matters so, so, so much. Yeah, and don't be afraid to say, like, I know it's, like, taboo now to say Merry Christmas, but just, like, say Happy Holidays or, like, you know, some version of it or just, like, be kind. And even to the other shoppers, be kind. Mm -hmm. Like, if you run your cart into someone, be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Be super (laughs) Canadian about it. Like, (laughs) just do it because, honestly, like, being rude, and it's just not worth it right now. And it's, people are just, I know people are in that mindset of, like, I need to get this done and fast and let's go, but just stop. Well, that's just it. Like, if you're feeling stressed out, they're probably feeling stressed out. And everybody's got a story. Everybody has their own program happening behind the scenes. And it just really goes so far in society and our community when we're just kind to each other Mm -hmm. and look out for one another. And yeah. Yeah, 100%. So that was a side note about taking care (laughs) of ourselves. But it, it does. And it helps when you're nice to people. It does make you feel better about yourself oh the day is just better everything about life is just better when you're just nice to people and you just extend kindness in every interaction and I remember always benefits you totally like always it's like I remember growing up I would watch my mom rock around town and she just smiled at everybody yeah everybody and I just remember asking her one day like mom why do you smile at everybody and she's like why wouldn't I yeah anytime she met somebody's eyes she would smile at them and my mom has the most beautiful smile, and so I can just only imagine the amount of joy she spread, you know. I'm the same way. I'm like, just smile. And that's right. Just Absolutely. smile. Awkwardly smile. And then if it's really awkward, you just got to keep smiling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you just, you do, and it can brighten someone's day. Mm-hmm. And like, there, it's an old saying I think I heard, or maybe someone just fed me a line of BS, but... It was like, if you fake 10 smiles on your face, you'll actually have a real one. (laughs) So if you're having a bad day, smile at 10 people and then maybe you'll smile for yourself, right? Like it's just, yeah. Um, It's important to, yeah, to just be kind to yourself and other people right now. So, I mean, always, but. Absolutely. And like, if you don't want to go to the thing or you're just feeling exhausted, say no. You know, we talk about the power of no all the time and it really is a power word for me. And I never regret it when I'm just not into something and I just can't pull it out. When I just stay home and just take that time for myself to recuperate and recharge because like all of the peopling that happens throughout December can really just drain a person's social battery and that's okay it really is okay to just say hey nope I need some space I need downtime oh yeah I've been napping like crazy lately but I'm gonna blame that on bean but uh (laughs) yeah no but it's it is it's important to just like be like nope something else is more important for my body or my mind or my soul today and that's like it's okay 
And if you're just honest with that, like no one's going to fault you for it. It's when you're like lying or trying to deceive or you say you're going to show up and then you don't show up yeah. that people do get upset. If you're really just genuinely honest about it, I'd be like, hey, I can't show up today. Like I'm just not, I'm not there. I'm drained. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, can I help? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you need something? Like I'll, I'll come bring it by. So um, vulnerability, like honestly, it's funny how every podcast is like leaned back into like just being open and and vulnerable and if you really open yourself up to like what you need or being honest about things like you're going to be received pretty well usually unless you're talking to a dickhead <laughs> but, like, that's a whole different conversation but well there's just so much safety and security in vulnerability and authenticity and just knowing that you're expressing exactly what you need and you yeah. don't have to try and make people read between the lines or read your mind like it just i wish that the world could be more transparent about how we're all yeah. feeling and what we're all going through and just be kind and compassionate to one another and show empathy when somebody's just going through it and having a tough time. And I mean, I've definitely been feeling a bit of an emotional kind of vortex lately because lots of girlfriends are going through a tough time right yeah. now. You know, they're experiencing things that are just really shaking up their lives and it, my heart hurts for them. And I have to be conscious of the fact that like that is something that's really weighing on me right now and, and taking some of my energy. Totally. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's always heavy, right? Like life is heavy and it just, I think that our mental health is such a priority now and all the time and just recognizing that, Hey, we're not feeling okay for whatever reason and, and making the time to address it and sort it out. Oh yeah. And I just, you have to have the conversations, right? Like mm -hmm. that's just what it comes down to the conversation with yourself, like the conversation with other people in your life. You really have to like figure out what it is that you're needing. Right. So it's definitely okay to take that downtime, but it needs to be like useful downtime. So are you like making sure you're recharging your battery and doing all those things? And it's not just like a useless time that's of right. downtime. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you want it to still be productive in the sense of like, feeling better and whatever that looks like. I mean, we all have different things that make us feel better, right? So, um, but it's just doing those things that will recharge your battery so that you are able to like re-engage when you're ready. Well, and just be present for the things that you want to be present for. Like, yeah. you know, this week I'm hosting a 40th birthday party for my I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be so good. That I'm old like, ginger. like, when you get a 40 year old man? I don't know. I mean, he doesn't need much. <laughs> a hug. Yeah. Um, but no, like the house looks gorgeous. I invited an epic crew of friends. We're going to have all the food and snacks. And my sister is taking the kids home with her that night. So we can just have an awesome dance party and yeah. just soak up the spirit of the season. And I'm so, so, so excited for that night because... I just know exactly what to expect, and I am pumped. <laughs> yeah, absolutely that'll be a great night. pumped. Yeah, I'm a DD, I think. Yeah, unspoken. I mean, for the next like six months, for sure. So yeah, it's okay. I'm gonna. This is my plan, though. So I'm gonna have like a sticky notepad in my car. Yeah. And then everyone I give a ride home to, I'm gonna write I O U Justine, and then like make them sign it, and then <laughs> so I'll have a sticky note for everyone I give a ride home to, so that when I'm not pregnant anymore, I'll just be like send them a video. I'll be like I O U. <laughs> <laughs> Come pick Come me get up. Me. That's yeah. right, suckers. <laughs> Come find me. Yeah. Oh. No, just kidding, but. No, My it'll pleasure. be good, and I mean, honestly, it's going to fly by, babe, and you're just oh. still so oh, fun good. and awesome no matter what, so, like, I'm just not even remotely 
worried about no no any. it's all good I, I get to feel like I'm hungover the next morning anyway so it's <laughs> fine well uh, I'm really hoping I'm not super hungover after this party but I mean I'm certainly not gonna dial it back because I'm gonna assume she's gonna be <laughs> it's Mike D's 40th this is a big yeah. deal you know and I'm just so grateful for every year that goes by together that we get to just continue building our lives and we have such a great crew of friends I can't wait to celebrate with everybody and I know this isn't like a topic of our conversation today but you brought it up so <laughs> I do have to say like um they have a wicked marriage Aww. I know like obviously like every marriage has issues right like it's we're all we all go through them we all have our fights we all have our arguments we all have our little things but um Mike and Lindsay has they have been a couple that I have really enjoyed admiring from afar Aww. or from up close <laughs> um for the last two and a half years they are a wonderful wonderful couple and Thanks, there's a few moments that stick out into my head but um when you did the shameless conference back in march it was march right yeah, yeah. um and we had the mixer yeah on the one night and you didn't know if he was going to show up or not he had the kids like it was yeah. busy right he yeah. had stuff and he walked in all dapper and dressed oh, up, and I remember so scanning it and instantly seeing your face and watching your face as he walked in. And I'm there's photos of the moment, but it was like Aww. it just like it, t- it took your breath away. Wait, they have a they have a really cool love. Um, I think that Tyler and I talk about this lots. Is we can we're not like we don't predict it, but you can see when you see a couple together, and you can see that like unconditional love and passion together you're like oh they have it they have true love and so it's just one of those things is they have true love so it'll be really wonderful to celebrate Mike and what he like brings out in you but to celebrate you guys as a couple too thanks babe he honestly yeah he really is the best he's my best friend my ride or die my heart my ranch my home everything about him enriches my life you know, every strength of his is a gift to mm-hmm. me. And we've been together for 17 years now. And yeah. getting here today has not been without a ton of work. We have not had a perfect marriage. We have not been perfect. In 17 years, exactly. Right? Absolutely. And we really did grow up together. And we make a choice every single day to build a life that we love and yeah. to support each other. And the conversations we've been having lately have been just incredible about what our future holds and Mm -hmm. what that looks like and what we want Mm -hmm. and I'm just so proud of everything that Mike has accomplished in his life and just the man that he is I just yeah and that's just it you know like December used to be a really tough month for me like I was always upset I always felt alone I always felt exhausted by the kids and the expectations and a few years ago I just turned my attitude around because I was like this is just what it is. It is such a chaotic month and Mike works so hard in December Mm -hmm. for us, for our family. And it is my job as his wife to support him and as his partner and to make up the other, you know, 70% this month with the family because he just has other bigger priorities. And well, I think it's important to recognize too. It's not easy for them. No. Like, I think that's like, um, I talked to Tyler a lot about the duality, right? Of like, it's hard for me or you when they're gone, but it's hard for them to be gone too. Like they're missing moments. They're missing, you know, all these things. So it's not easy on their hearts um, to be away or working so much either. Mm -hmm. Like there is definitely a a loss on 
both sides of it. Well, and that's just it, girlfriends. Like, if you have a partner that is out there working hard for your family and you're feeling lonely, um, I hope that you just communicate that to them and let them know how much you appreciate them being out there and working so hard because it really is, it isn't easy for everybody. And there's just such a value in the partnership. I highly recommend, um, it was a game changer actually for me in my marriage. Um, and I don't even know where the thought even came from, but, uh, so to go to the story, but Tyler and I were having a fight one day and I just said to him, I said, both things can exist. Like you can feel this way and I can feel this way and they both can exist at the same time without taking away from one another. So there's that duality. So I encourage you if that's what you're feeling to um, maybe be vulnerable in the conversation with that of being like, hey, I'm feeling lonely. Here's why. Um, But I do understand, you know, like why you're away. And like, I appreciate how hard you're working. Like, I mean, your feelings are valid and they need to be heard. I don't think that shoving them down is great. I think that builds a shit ton of resentment. For sure. Um, So don't do that. But you do have to understand the duality of it right it's not just your side of it they have feelings in it too and if you want them to acknowledge your feelings you also have to acknowledge theirs I couldn't agree more and that's just it there's two totally independent separate people that are part of this equation to make one and you have to respect your partner's feelings and just as much as you have to prioritize your own mental health if you want to have a happy healthy marriage their mental health has to be a priority as well. And that communication piece is always the key. It's always the key. Anytime Mike and I have struggled in our marriage, Mm -hmm. it's been because we weren't communicating properly. We weren't speaking each other's love languages. We weren't expressing our thoughts in a healthy way. Um, We learned how to work through some really big stuff through some solid therapy over the years. And I just am so grateful that we put that time in because it changed everything about how we communicate yeah. and it just like as time goes on we have less and less blowouts less and less fights less and less arguments because we just understand each other so much better well and i mean like giving yourself the space too right to listen mm-hmm. um we always want to be heard and listened to mm-hmm. um and really listen to you know like they're really thinking about what we're saying so you have to give that back it's the exact same so if you want to have a healthy conversation it it's easier said than done but it really should look like hey like you voicing yours your partner sitting and receiving and then like once you're done again the partner and then you have to sit there like you really do even if you disagree with something they say mid-sentence like would you appreciate being interrupted and you know like so you really have to sit in that space and that takes you being emotionally aware so um and if you're not at the emotionally aware stage yet of whatever you're going through, wait to have that conversation until you get emotionally aware. Because I think that's where a lot of fights do happen because you're not going to be able to communicate properly. Mm-hmm. And then things get miscommunicated or misinterpreted or assumed. And then bigger things happen and then the fight doesn't even get resolved. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like this can be such an intense month with just like Christmas parties and <laughs> lots of booze and well, drinking yeah. and like, oh man, I remember Mike and I had some big blowouts in December over the years just because we were well alcohol. burning the candle at both ends and, you know, drinking lots and it just I feel like alcohol in marriage. It's just like <laughs> it's, the worst. it's like it's like a grenade. Like it you're is like a grenade. Is it gonna yeah. go off tonight? Or yeah. you know, because it's 
it lets our guard down and then we feel like tough or something I don't know or maybe extra emotional like it just heightens everything and Absolutely. you feel like you can beak off <laughs> time to start and then, chirping and then it ends up being like a horrible fight that you guys are like yelling about like who put the ketchup away wrong or something like drunk fights are the worst oh, fights God. they are so and then you get like a hangover and a shame hangover oh it's just the worst like you just feel terrible the next day and you look at your person and you're like i love you so much why did you're we like, hey, treat I'm each other like that let's get happened. over it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um, i think the kids heard <laughs> yeah and i but mean it just it's well, tough so it is tough and it just comes down to awareness and really respecting each other and um and like that actually kind of like leads into like a separate conversation I don't even know if I I didn't have in my notes so I don't know if you had planned up but like we can talk about work Christmas parties really quick because you did bring them up yeah I do love a good work Christmas party and I feel like I've got a couple on the schedule this year that I'm excited for so but behave Behave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a solid opportunity for some work Christmas party advice. Yes. This is, and this Behave. is it. And I know these are the people that you like, they're like family usually because you spend more time with them usually than your own family. You're with them every day. Um, maybe some of them are your best friends, whatever. But your boss is there. It is <laughs> or, not for your time to get brave. Is there. And, it is not. Um, yeah. Just keep it tame. Like, if you know that you're, like, a wild one when you get too many wobbly pops or whatever you want to call it, set a limit. Um, Set a timer on your phone to go home. Uh, Like, just do because you will have to face those people after the Christmas party. Um, And most people do have understanding of, like, oh, we were at the Christmas party, they were drunk, whatever. But um, you don't want that. Yeah, I mean, I have definitely had that experience oh, so back I. in my younger years oh, yeah. of being at a work Christmas party and <laughs> having a few too many glasses of wine and thinking that I should strike up, you know, I need a raise. unprovoked <laughs> conversations. Um, <clears throat> and it doesn't feel sweet the next day, and oh, it's not the right so setting. Dumb. And there's nothing better than being like the fun one and yeah. you know dancing and being a sweet vibe that everybody wants to be around, but like. That is one thing I've learned with alcohol is that when you can stay in control and yeah. have a couple drinks, but stay in control, it's just a much better time for everybody. Yeah, you feel, well, I mean, you probably don't feel great in the morning, but you don't have that like, oh, what did I do? And like, are people mad at me? Mm-hmm. Does someone remember me saying that? Or just, you know, all the things. So I just like, obviously I'm, I get a really drunk sometimes so I'm not here to advocate like to not do that but when you do that it should be in your safe space where if you make an ass out of yourself your friends will take pictures but not share them on social media that's right, right. Like, that's yeah. our rule so um when you're at a work Christmas party it's just not the place so yeah. just really it was just a side note it got brought up and I just really encourage you to show your best self right so um as someone who does own a business I have watched some staff over the years oh, at Christmas too. parties. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they, get brave. Um, they get brave. And you also yeah. have to like understand too, if you are um, an employee that like the employer does put a lot of work behind the Christmas party yeah. as well. So like you don't, and especially if your employer has clients and stuff there, you need to like, <laughs> Well, you're representing the company, honestly. So Exactly. The thing to remember is that, like, if you are an ambitious woman who cares about your career, who wants to, you know, use this Christmas party as an opportunity to deepen your relationships, then you need to be aware. You need to be paying attention to the fact that, like, 
this isn't your opportunity to just like you know get six sheets to the wind yeah. and hit up the open bar all night like this is your chance to talk to people get to know them have meaningful conversations outside of a work setting and really create more awareness about what you want in life yeah. and how you want to advance in your career so work christmas parties aren't it's more like a networking event it's more like Honestly, a networking event yeah. that's a great way to put it and it just yeah, you know, if you have drink, don't drive, really just huge things. Like, honestly, if you're in a public space, like, you have to remember, like, where you're going after. Like, it's just these kind of things. Um, When you're, you're not getting paid to be at a Christmas party usually, but you have to remember you're still at a work function, mm -hmm. right? So, um, just, yeah, I mean, we're only speaking from experience. <laughs> That's honestly. right. We are only speaking from experience and yeah. just want to share that experience with you girlfriends in the sense of just... Being aware of the reputation that you're building, how people are perceiving you, what energy you're putting out there, how people are going to remember their interactions with you. Yeah. Like, don't you want to be remembered as just like the fun, energetic, charming, um, effervescent woman that people met at the Christmas party rather than the drunk girl who can't stand up at the bar <laughs> and somebody has to carry her out at the end of the night. Puking in the bathroom. Puking in the bathroom. HR been there. Hair. Definitely <laughs> been there, girlfriends. And so it definitely uh, is coming from a place of yeah, just love and forewarning. So Yeah, 100%. And like honestly, I said earlier, there's nothing worse than like a shame hangover. Because oh, like that sucks. Exactly. So, I... I have definitely been in that position yeah. before where like I was out in Grand Prairie and like that's the thing about being in a small community and being here your whole life is like you go anywhere, anywhere and I know somebody mm -hmm. in the building and so it's just I've become so aware that I have to be so cautious about how much I'm drinking when I'm out in public yeah. because I've had to call people the next day and be like, hey, sorry, I was not the best version of myself last night. I apologize. And yeah. it doesn't feel sweet. Like, no, it's not it a good look. Tail between yeah. the legs. You're exactly. Like, hey. And I mean, let's like be real at like 30 plus, you should know better. Right? Like, I mean, we should. So if we're making that call at like 22, you're going to get a lot of understanding because yeah. people are going to be like young and dumb. Got it. It's okay. They're naive. They're learning. Yeah. This is life. But when we like, you know, I would say even maybe a bit younger than 30, but hey, we'll be gracious and say 30 <laughs> plus, you should technically know better, right? Yeah. You should, you should know your limits. You should know how to handle yourself in public. I mean, we all make mistakes, but For like, sure. you shouldn't be like <laughs> falling out of Earl's and like face planting on the sidewalk and like. Britney Spears moment you know like we should we should we've all been there <laughs> no, we haven't all been there but we've all had our moments but like I said when we are getting older um people do hold you to a higher standard yeah. right so um like they should know better like kind of do thing you or... want I'm willing to share this on the podcast because it's just absolutely ridiculous and oh, hilarious no, but you want to know my most embarrassing Earl's moment of life <gasps> you have told me this <laughs> yeah it's actually really good <laughs> Um, so Earl's, but it wasn't like you weren't drunk and being, no, an ass I wasn't yourself, drunk and so. being an ass. It yeah. was just like a woman moment where <laughs> I mean, at, I think I was like 34 at the time that this happened, but Earl's in Grand Prairie is like where the business elite hang out. Like this is just where everybody networks yeah. and it's just the watering hole. I have spent countless, countless, countless evenings of my life in this building. Used to work there. Like it's home for me. I was there a few years ago with a couple colleagues and we were celebrating the fact that we had just earned a new designation. This is while I was a financial advisor. And um, 
My husband had given me the all clear to just go out and celebrate. I was pumped. I knew everybody in the room that night. I had a girlfriend celebrating a birthday. So a bunch of friends from high school were there. And I was just stoked. Like, I had a free pass. I was able to be out of the house for the night. and Because um, you had both girls then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I was outside chatting with my girlfriend, Heidi, and I laughed at something she said. And all of a sudden, I felt a gush. Just a, a gush. I was wearing these high-waisted, light blue denim jeans and a gray crop top. And I looked down. <laughs> And I was like, oh no. And Heidi says, Lindsay, you just got your period. It came so fast. It literally just like right through the crotch of my jeans. I, I wanted to be at the party too. Oh my God. I just was horrified. I ripped to the bathroom, assessed the situation and was just like, I, there's nothing I can there's do. There's no pivoting. This. There's no pivoting. Like I literally have to leave now. And no so, shoving toilet paper. No, literally like my crop top wasn't going to cover it. And so I awkwardly made my way back through the whole restaurant to my table made up some sort of a lie to my girlfriend that I was there with about like oh Maisie's blood sugars are crazy <laughs> I gotta go home like can you just pay for my drinks I'll call you later and I bolted out of there and literally just like cried the whole way home I called all of my girlfriends just absolutely mortified and just yeah I could not believe that that happened to me at 34 years old in the middle of Earl's I felt like a teenager in high school i mean i think we've all we it was all ridiculous we all have an awkward period uh, sorry it was yeah. the worst yeah i think i got an iud like two <laughs> months later and was just like i'm just not dealing with this <laughs> oh mine was in amsterdam and i like we couldn't go check into our hotel for like hours so we had to walk around and i didn't have any tampons oh <laughs> i didn't know where to find european tampons i remember you telling me this so I was like, okay. And, and like fresh and, off the plane. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't change my tampon very often on the plane because plane bathrooms are gross. So anyway, like it was like a not a good situation. But I remember sitting on the train and I stood up and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Like if it's on the seat, like it's, <laughs> it's definitely through my pants. So I was like, Eita, Eita, Eita. And he was like, what? I was like, look, look at my butt. Yeah. And he's like, why? He's like, see I'm like, anything? I'm bleeding through my yeah. pants. And he's like, oh yeah. So he like whips his sweater off so I oh, could tie it around my waist and such a good I man. toured Amsterdam like that <laughs> but yeah I mean we all just like you fuck being a woman sucks it's ridiculous Excuse my language like it's, it's so ridiculous wonderful sometimes it's so it's wonderful. the best but yeah. it's ridiculous and I definitely pick it over being a dude but man do we go <laughs> right like how do they walk do you ever wonder that I've asked Tyler I'm like does it ever just like get in the way like when you're I don't know but anyway I'm super stoked to be a female but we do have to go through a lot like you think about like puberty I mean dudes have to do that but we have a I think a heavier puberty than boys do and then our period and then our bodies pregnancy if that's something so you choose throughout our lives like it menopause. is just it's wild I literally can barely keep <laughs> My finger on the pulse of how my body is changing. I just get a midlife crisis and usually a car. Right? (laughs) Yeah. What do we get? What do we get? Wrecked vaginas and bellies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We started this episode talking about, like, Christmas and expectations and ended on public periods and (laughs) birth control. This is what you can expect. Yeah, exactly. This is the Shameless Ambition podcast. Um, Yeah, but, I mean, I guess... Well, we're coming up to our time. Just so, yeah, I guess to circle back a little bit. 
hopefully this podcast made you laugh a little, some self-care, but um, it is so important and December is a heavy month. So take it easy, take the moments, like take a hot shower, take Mm -hmm. a hot bath. Like if you have a moment, give yourself, I challenge you to just do it through December and see how it feels. And then if January comes, it can be your new year's resolution to never do that again. (laughs) Um, Like if it, if it's absolutely horrible for you, but I do, I challenge you to make the cookies or take the bath or go make a snowman once you get snow. Or or, or go for a sleigh ride or whatever it is. Just like, um, if it pops into your head, like you're doing laundry or something and you see your kids playing or your partner doing something and you're like, Oh, I should go sit with them. Just do it. Drop the towel. Go do it. Like, um, yeah. Find your magic. This is a month where when Mike and I do have some downtime, we'll sit down and we'll play a couple rounds of crib and just talk to each other, listen to some tunes. And it's those just quiet moments that really make the season yeah and i'm ready for it to just start puking snow though like yeah, if it yeah. just puke snow it is a little weird to be it's here it's so weird without i don't snow. like it yeah it looks like october 1st out there and well it's like inside our houses looks like christmas totally. and then you go outside and you're like ew like it's ew. cold and brown yeah i'd rather it be cold and white i agree you know like snowy and exactly. like christmasy it doesn't feel christmasy outside it feels like well, and I want to have a fire in the living room, but it's like zero degrees outside. And it's just like, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? I don't like this. Uh, yeah. We'll turn your house temperature way down and then have a fire. Maybe. Yeah, I could do that, actually. Just kidding. No, it's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> actually, Mike has it set so that it's like 19 degrees in here during the day. I have to turn up the temperature every single day. Mm. Yeah, I need to just change that. So. I, uh, fun note, I keep my house at a solid 23 to 24 oh, degrees. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like good if it's a 21, you know, that's warm. Oh, I definitely climatized Tyler. Like yeah. when we first started, he was like, he would die and we'd fight over the thermostat. Now he just like comes home and puts shorts and a tank top on. And I'm like, yeah, Mexico, that's baby. That's true, like, actually. He is always in shorts and a tank yeah, top. And I'm home. in a hoodie yeah. and like slippers and sweatpants and yeah. the house is at like 24 and everyone's like sweating and I'm like, it's so cold. <laughs> You gotta put so. some baby weight on, girlfriend. I am getting yeah, there. Time for all the nuggies. Yeah, update yeah. before we have to go. I met, we seen Bean yesterday, so everything's good with Bean and little hand. Yeah, yeah. the ultrasound tech did let us slip, uh, his slip, but I think it's too early. To, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and we're not finding out. But Tyler's like, there's just little hints. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, it's gonna be so exciting because, yeah. like, I just can't wait for that moment when we do find out of like what it is. And it's this is what it'll be, you guys. I won't tell you, and then I'm just gonna be like. Like a Lion King moment. And we'll have exactly. like, the Lion King music playing in the background and we'll present the baby oh, to you like amazing. Simba. Exactly. <laughs> we got to plan out that TikTok now. For sure. so. Oh, yeah. But on that note, um, we'll talk. We'll be here, what, three more weeks before Christmas? Yeah, I think we'll probably take uh, the Christmas week off. Yeah. Yeah. Like no the podcast week after that week. Yeah. yeah just because everybody will be kind of busy doing their thing. But we have a strategic planning day tomorrow, Justine and I. And we are going to just lay out all of the cool things for 2024. We've had some really exciting opportunities come our way yeah. lately. And 
lots to talk about. So yeah, and I really want to do a podcast where we answer your guys' questions. So yeah, I've been looking in our um just in our YouTube, we can see the analytics of how many people watch it. Um, and I know that enough of you are to fill a podcast of questions. So if you feel up for it, um, you can shoot us a question through our Shameless Ambition website, just through an email, or you can find either one of us on social media and um, or the so- Shameless Ambition page on Instagram yeah. and shoot us a message and shoot us your question. And we would love to fill a podcast just of your guys' questions, whether it's about our thoughts about something or something personal about us or whatever it is. So as always, we are open books and just want to and use this time to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows where the conversation could go? It's always so exciting. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Okay, girlfriend, you got our quote to end I do. this episode. Yeah, but it doesn't feel fitting now that, like, after we talked about, like, periods and stuff. <laughs> but that, but that's okay. This is what I had in mind for um, our conversation around self, self-care, self-awareness, and just, like, really tapping into the present moment. Um, so before we go and before I give you this quote, um, just really use something to anchor you into a current moment to bring you present. So this is yoga at its best. Sit on the ground, feel your floor, go outside, feel the air. Um, Hold on to something like tactile that you can really feel to like tap you into the moment and that will help bring you present. Present. But now, this is my quote. Where did it go? Um, Which one is it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, okay. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure. Notice. Don't let your life go by unnoticed. Life is made of moments full of beauty and magic waiting for us just to notice. You must not let the distractions and busyness keep you from experiencing everything this beautiful life has to offer. Get out into nature, slow it all down. Watch more sunrises with only the intent of watching the sun gloriously rise. Look into your partner's face and deeply and tenderly memorize it with the only intent of truly seeing them. When life feels like spinning around, like it's spinning around and you can't catch up, return to the beautiful moment of now where everything is exactly as it should be. Notice your breathing, notice where you are tense, release, breathe, feel, and notice. And that's by Nikki Benas. Beautiful. Yeah. That so. is a perfect quote for <laughs> this month as of this launch uh, podcast. It's officially December, and I think it's the perfect time to yeah. notice. Lean in. Lean in. Lean in and just feel it and be there and enjoy it. And we all know it goes by too fast. That's so, right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, as always. Bye. Bye.